0: Hey everyone, you're listening to the Discover Grace and Truth podcast. Together, we are going to discover God's grace and truth through the Bible for people who love Jesus, who want to hear his voice, move in his direction, and eventually help others do the same. Thank you for listening and enjoy this episode with Pastor Anton Gazaba. Hey, welcome again to Discover Grace and Truth podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Anton, glad to be with you once again, man, excited to talk about what God is doing in our lives, and I'm hoping that God is moving in your life, and if he's not, man, we need to change some things around, because God is on the move, we need we need to be, be moving with him, and not having God move with us, because he's got the divine direction for our lives. And one of the things that I want to encourage you with is, is to help you uh, understand God's ways, God's motives, God's love, and it's, it's, it's found in the Bible. You know, the, the book of Romans, chapter 12, verse 2, Paul said this. He said, don't be conformed, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect or complete will of God. Now listen, you know, you have to you don't have to be a rocket scientist to understand this this one scripture. Everybody wants God's good, acceptable, and perfect will. If you're saying you're not you don't want it, then you're lying yourself. Because God loves you so much that he's going to provide for you the good and acceptable and perfect will but the only way we get this is a couple ways you got to get into his presence folks we got to we got to worship him we got to pray we got to just in we got to be conscious of God in our lives but more importantly because we have a lot of junk that's in the happening in the world today, our minds get full of junk. And so that's why Paul said, don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Our mind has to be thinking like God thinks, doing like God wants us to do, saying like God wants us to say, because that's when we're going to receive the good and acceptable and perfect will of god you know the whole idea is to think and act like god it really is and that's what jesus came and paved the way for us you know in the book of isaiah 55 you know everybody goes to isaiah you know god's ways are higher than my our ways and and, and his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. Yeah, that was true in Isaiah 55 because, you know, that's when everybody was full of sin. How can a sinful man think like God or say like God or do like God? There's impo- It was impossible. Impossible for a sinful man to do this. Yet, the prophet Isaiah prophesied that for a reason because when Jesus died at the cross, listen, this is, was possible. It was possible to think like God. It was possible to act like God wants us to act. It was possible to say like God wants us to say. This is awesome news, folks. And we need to we need to dive into the word. We need to dive into the Bible more and more so that we can obtain God's good and acceptable and perfect or complete will of God man I'm so excited about what's happening with this series that we're doing I want to welcome back uh, Ray LaSalle uh, from Ray LaSalle Ministries and uh, you know he represents the ambassadors to the nations and uh, I'm so excited that you're here once again talking about Jesus talking about uh, the different events that Jesus had while he was here on planet Earth, and 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 Ray, glad glad to have you back on uh, in studio and, and having this conversation. How how are things going for you?
1: Thank you, Pastor Anten. Well, I'm doing great. I'm just I'm really thrilled. This summer we just wrote our first book, got it published, and so excited to be sharing my sacred freedom, taking from the last three words in the Declaration of Independence, where the Founding Fathers pledged their lives, their fortunes and their sacred honor, I took that out and said, okay, what does that mean? It means that they laid down their lives for me and you and everyone that's alive now to experience a sacred, a holy freedom that's available to us. And I paralleled that with the life of Jesus, how he left heaven, he left his home. He gave up his riches he laid down his honor as the son of almighty god at the right hand of the father and did the same for us his life in exchange for ours so i'm very excited about that being able to share some truths that i've had in my heart for a long time and it's just been very well received
0: that's awesome you know um i i know that you're you're a man of god pastor ray and 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 that's why i i invited you to come on to the show talk about uh some of these different truths that we're we were having conversations about we're doing this series called the i am series and of course it's all about the revelation of god to mankind you know i love it um moses saw god as the i am that i am right and Jesus reveals Himself as the is the great I am. So we're talking about accounts that we can read from the Bible that can readily affect us today. And the last time, the last time I asked this question, um, and uh, I hope you, you you probably have the answer already, but just <laughs> <laughs> question was you know because we're talking about uh, Zacchaeus. we're talking about this man. That was looking at a distance from afar, Jesus coming towards him. And he was this short in stature, but he was in a tree Mm -hmm. far away from Jesus. Because he didn't want to be near Jesus, but he was curious. He sure was. To find out what was happening. And we talked about last time how how, you know, my mom, she got radically saved, but then I was in that tree but the opposite was for you where you were the one who got saved
1: radically saved.
0: radically saved and in your mom was up in the
1: tree <laughs> she was watching through the ferns and through through her avocado tree she was hiding be- behind those leaves as I would be watching that same show that your mom got saved by yeah. I said a prayer and accepted Jesus as my savior and as my Lord. So I'd be watching that show, experiencing the life, inviting my mom to come and she said, no, I'm busy. I'm busy in the trees. I'm busy in these bushes. I'm busy. I'm too busy for God, but I'm curious. I'm watching
0: Yeah. So from the side.
1: She wouldn't admit it. She didn't want me to see it or notice, but she was.
0: So what was the switch? That caused mom to come down from that tree?
1: You know, it's funny because to her, there was an obvious switch. And to me, watching her, I didn't know there was a switch. But she told me the switch was watching me. Wow. I never knew I was being watched. I was so new to this. I didn't have a pastor. I don't know that I even had a Bible yet at that point. We had a big a big family Bible that had more dust on it than than uh you could imagine, but I didn't know what I didn't know, but what I found out was she was watching me so closely and what she told me was she saw such a dramatic difference in my life that she knew it was real and she wanted what I had
0: so in your i mean how how this is your mom mm-hmm. I mean mom's supposed to be mentoring son right but now you're mentoring mom yeah it's so 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 how was that experience
1: you know it's funny because there was a a place of I here I was a young man and I was more mature than most kids are at nineteen eighteen nineteen I already had started my own small business and I was very independent I had other small businesses as a kid so I was very driven. I didn't need someone to tell me what to do. Right. I was going to make things happen. So uh, I already had that instinct in me that I'm a doer, I'm okay. going to do my thing. And, and so I wasn't surprised really that I was setting that example because I just felt natural in that position. I also was sharing with my grandparents and my aunt wow. and my cousins everyone in our family i was i was sharing the gospel with and anton you've got to realize you know we came from a very traditional roman catholic family yeah so what i was experiencing was completely off the it was off the off the radar it yep. was so far out there now of course i found in my catholic bible the bible said you must be saved you must be born again i found a charismatic catholic nun that was preaching the gospel that really she was following the scripture later. But at this point, and they all came by the way, almost all of them. That's awesome. They all got saved eventually, but I didn't know much. I just did what I was learning with all my heart because I was so hungry.
0: Yeah. And you know what, that's, and I think that's what you're doing still today. You know, you took the hardest person to mentor which is your mom family and you realized that you had a gift in that and now you're doing the same thing today with just anyone who would listen for the words of Jesus Yes
1: sir yes sir and like your family our family went into ministry as well you know my mother she and she was an ordained minister she's in heaven now but she and I I got licensed first as a minister years later and then she did and a couple years later, I was ministering to her and introducing her to ladies that would mentor her, but we ended up becoming ordained at the same time in wow. the same ceremony, wow. Wow. which was wow. really special with the organization. Everybody found that to just be a very special thing, and, and I always considered that uh, an honor that the Lord allowed me to be able to be a part of bringing my mom into the kingdom.
0: It, you know it's a it's a great story because, you know, you just never know how the Lord works. If you're a willing vessel to bring change to someone else's life, God is going to equip you. He's given us the Holy Spirit, listener, and He's ready to help us in our time of need. We just got to be willing, like like Pastor Ray was. He was willing. To lay down his life to help someone else just mentor them come to a higher place of understanding of who God is in their life so um i just wanted to also um just pick up then so here's <laughs> so here's uh here's mom she's up in the tree now she's coming down from the tree, right? Because she's watching you, right? Right. Well, let's let's find out what happened here. Okay. Uh in uh we'll start again with verse 4. So he ran ahead and climbed up into the sycamore tree to to see him, see Jesus, for he was going to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him, Zacchaeus. And he said to him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must stay at your house. What? He knew his name? What?
1: He saw him in a tree? How many people were surrounding him? It reminds me of the passage where Jesus was walking by the way, and he said, who touched me? He was in a crowd. Right. Who touched you? The disciples logically, I'm sure, were saying, Lord, who touched you? We're in a crowd. Right. He said, Someone touched me and power has gone out of me. My God. There was a special experience that was taking place. First of all, Jesus knew the man's name. He knew his
0: name. And that's and that's amazing in itself that God would point out, that Jesus would point out his name to get his attention.
1: It really got his attention. And it said he told him to come down, and in the New Living Translation, it said uh, that he tried to get a look at Jesus, but he was too short. You read that part already. Verse 5, when Jesus came by and looked up to Zacchaeus, he said, Quick, come down. I must be a guest in your home. I, I see something very powerful here. Jesus wasn't trying out Zacchaeus. He didn't wait a long time and say, "All right, this guy's a thief. He's a <laughs> notorious thief. He's a, a chief collector. Let me just try him out and see how this goes." Right. He called him by name. He said, "Come down here quickly. I must stay in your home." There's so much to this, and it it, it gives me it gives me reason, Pastor Anton. To challenge myself Mm. to give people more benefit of the doubt
0: wow that's good
1: i I know that by human nature we are very cautious as individuals if we're responsible if we're responsible for people or property things we have to check things out we need to make sure that someone's trustworthy before we let them into our inner circle, certainly around our family, sure. those that were responsible for his disciples, your children, my children, right. our business, our ministry, Jesus was so quick. And I, I see this and I say, Lord, help me to be so quick to put people to work. Help me to be so quick to give someone a chance. Help me to be so quick to recognize them to call them out by name God,
0: that's good. and
1: befriend them. Nobody was doing that with, with this man. He was a notorious sinner. He was a chief tax collector. The man was a thief. Yes. And Jesus, he did everything opposite of what common sense says. My God.
0: Can you imagine what was going through the head of Zacchaeus when he said this? I mean... He must have been like dumbfounded, almost like, why is he calling my name? I mean, I came up in this tree because I didn't, I didn't want to be recognized, but he recognized me. Oh, that's so good to know that God, no matter what you're doing, no, no, no matter what we're doing in life, He sees us.
1: Yes, He does, and He's, He sees your, He sees your desire, He sees your, just your inching towards Him in a certain way and he is looking like the prodigal son's father to run to him yeah that's what i see in this pastor anton i see jesus running to Man,
0: zacchaeus that so the way good. the
1: father was running to the prodigal son
0: yeah he, he
1: embraced him it, it, his words embraced him like the father embraced the prodigal son. And,
0: and if you read the story here, it says, "Make haste then, come down for today I must stay at your house." It sounds like he's mad or it could sound like he's mad, but he's not. He's inviting him. I want to be in your home Zach. Yes. Yeah. I want to give you what you need today and I just need to come to your house. So if you just allow me, we'll have dinner together, right?
1: And he said, come quickly. I think that he was a man like the centurion that we see in the scriptures that that gave Jesus reason to be a profound example of faith. That centurion was a man under authority. Yes. And he recognized authority. Yes. Zacchaeus had a, a place of authority. He wasn't one that would gently ask for money he was a tax collector he was in control right he instructed people what they owed and they owed it now right he was used to taking control and I think that Jesus was identifying with man, him in so a way good. that Zacchaeus that understood so good he understood the connection that this is an instruction to be followed right now right and that man what did he do I see Zacchaeus coming down that tree Like a kid running down the stairs on Christmas morning.
0: Yeah. Can't wait to get, find out why, what, why, what, what, he's coming to my house. What's he going to give me? What, what? He knew me. Jesus knows me. Right.
1: This good man, this prophet, this person that is so popular that everyone knows, he knows me and he's talking to me. He's recognizing me. He's not calling me by my title in fear or with hatred. He's calling me by my name. He wants to come to my house. He wants to stay with me. Who is this Jesus? Why does he have interest in me?
0: And maybe you're feeling today, you're listening to this podcast, and you're saying, does Jesus hear my voice? Does Jesus want to spend time with me? And let me tell you something, he does. He wants to spend time with you. He doesn't want to, uh, you know, change you. He just wants to love you. And I think that's exactly what happened here with Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus needed to understand love. And this is the only way he understood love, is this direct motive. I want to spend I want you to come down quickly let's go to your house we're going to have dinner.
1: He would have been in that tree for he he wouldn't have come down right. unless he were instructed he would have just been watching as Jesus walked by even if Jesus would have said something to him unless he had been given that instruction there's a reason that Jesus spoke to him so directly
0: yeah and, and if you're listening today you know there are many ways that God speaks to us and he meets you where you are and today i'm asking you to seek out you know we talked about this in in the intro to you know don't be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind and god wants to filter himself into your life if you just allow the love of god to just penetrate your heart right now You know just like you did with Zacchaeus Zacchaeus like Pastor Ray said he was so excited that Jesus would want to be with him Wow but you know what there's a lot of other things that happened between him coming down from that tree and then going into that into that house and we're gonna find out here you know it wasn't easy for him it wasn't easy for him to understand everything that was happening And it says here in verse 5, in verse uh, 6, So he made haste and came down and received him joyfully.
1: That's why I'm thinking, I envisioned him running down the stairs like a child. That anticipation of goodness. Only goodness is coming to me right now. This is such a moment of celebration. I've been accepted. I've been, in the best way that he could understand... He was experiencing Jesus's love and acceptance, and he didn't understand it, obviously, but he was excited. He knew his life, something was dramatically different today that he'd never experienced or even even imagined would be happening to him.
0: And, and it says here in verse seven, "For but when he, they saw it, but when they saw it, we're talking about religious people here, mm-hmm. right? they all complained saying he has gone to be a guest with a man who is a sinner oh my goodness really then then jesus come for the sinner. they Did, all said <laughs> this. Ah,
1: come on when it says all yes you just have to imagine every eye in the place looking towards zacchaeus and looking towards jesus reminds me of another passage when jesus was ministering to people and he said, he he eats with with uh, sinners, with yeah. wine bibbers, and, yeah. and, yeah. and and with harlots. He was he was being judged for bringing salvation to those that they would never come near, right? Like like the Samaritans, that the priests, and those that were <coughs> people. <coughs> excuse me, people that were walking. Away from a need, away from a heart that needed tending like nobody else. I think of that good Samaritan. Yeah, you
0: know, and I think about, I think about the also the understanding here that Zacchaeus was in a precarious situation. You know, um, he was already being judged by his own people and by everybody else. But I have this question for you because, and maybe you can answer this question, because maybe in your lifetime, have you ever felt like someone was judging you and making you feel like a small person? Hey, everyone, subscribe now and don't miss out on any other episodes. For more information, go to discovergraceandtruth.com. If you want to receive an email reminder, you can sign up there as well thank you so much for listening today. We hope that this episode reminded you that God loves you, He is for you, and He's ready to go above and beyond what you can ask or think according to His power that works in you. We love you, and we'll catch you next time.